Do you wanna know the meaning of life? Listen to my perils and strife. Welcome all my friends and foes. This is see please you knows. This is see please knows. Welcome to see please knows. I am the aforementioned see please and I know. So uh, first things first. I know I talk about merch all the time on this thing. And uh, this is the best time to talk about it because my official logo is up on the site. My uh, I put it on all sorts of t-shirts and stuff. I have like a black version. I have a colored version. I have a white version. Um, and then I have uh, another kind of like t-shirt design. They're all really, really cool. Um, and you should go check them out whether or not you buy anything. Uh, that's up to you, but definitely go look at them because I'm proud of them. And, um, my graphic designer is simply the best. Um, so yeah, definitely check that stuff out. Jerome is not here this week. Why? Well, there comes a time in every young man's life or woman, uh, where you start a podcast and you decide arbitrarily that it will be every Wednesday. Uh, and then there comes another time later in that young man or woman's life uh, when it is Tuesday night. Uh, and that is the time that has come for me. So uh, it is Tuesday night, and I didn't want to bother Jerome. He is getting ready for his recital. It's all exciting. He's uh, going to graduate from the Manhattan School of Music. Uh, with his grad, you know, degree in trumpet performance, and he's going to go do amazing things. But first, he has to do this recital, and he's all excited about it, but he's also kind of nervous. So uh, I'm going to leave him alone for a little bit, and I'll just talk to you for a little little while. Uh, he he kind of, he's, he's a little, uh, he's doing some soul searching about the podcast anyway. Uh, he's like, I, I was listening to this podcast and like kind of doing research on it, and I'm like, oh, you were, were you? He's like, yeah. And I just realized, like, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not that bad, uh, but you don't talk that often. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what it is. You kind of got to talk. So we're going to try some new things out. I mean, every week we've kind of tried something new out to, to see where our niche is. And uh, we haven't found it yet, but it's kind of exciting because I think we're getting closer. So we're going to try a couple things out, but uh, one is he's going to come to me with a question about life, the universe, and everything, and I will answer it because I am the all-knowing, omnipresent, C. Bleasy in this realm anyway. Uh, and I will answer it to the best of my ability, and I will probably make everything up, uh, but we will say it as fact. We'll see if that works. It probably won't. Who knows? Uh, so that's what's happening. Uh, here's some, here's some insider info. I've told, oh, I think six or seven people in my life. And so this is going out and I think like, I think like a hundred people listen to this. It's really not that many in the grand scheme of, you know, a hundred thousand subscribers and 13 million views. A hundred people is literally a hundred people. Uh, I said literally. And so I had to finish it with the same because that's really all it is. Um, but Here's the news, because I'm going to tell you what's going on in my brain and in my heart. Uh, I'm going tomorrow to, to Brooklyn 
and I'm going to do something permanent and crazy, uh, something that a lot of people do, and they don't think anything of it when they're angsty teens, and then they're left with it for the rest of their lives. I'm getting a tattoo. I'm doing it. I'm going to get it on my left forearm, and uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but uh, I will tell you that it's happening tomorrow at 4 o'clock in Brooklyn. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous, uh, but mostly excited. And it's going to be cool. It's going to be crazy, Uh, especially for me, somebody who's really like followed the rules, so to speak, for my entire life. I mean, I, I grew up uh, and I didn't drink, I didn't do any drugs, I didn't smoke, I didn't, uh, I, I cut out, as many of you know, caffeine and meat in the last, you know, stages of my life, uh, past four, five, six years, uh, and all this stuff, cutting out dairy, and it's like, I'm, I'm going to this very pure, very uh, present, and uh, what's the word? I don't know. I, I'm aware. I'm conscious. I think that's the word I want. Uh, and and here in my own skin for my entire life. You know, I've never had, I've never been drunk or high or anything where uh, I'm perceiving stuff differently than it just is and has always been to me. Uh, so when I decided to get a tattoo, I, I it was like that fun idea, which I think many of us have, many people who will never get a tattoo have, which is this would be, oh, it'd be so much fun. It'd be like a fun thing to do. And then you think, but what would I get? And for rational people, the the thought is, I have no idea. There's nothing that is important enough to me that I'm sure of. And for me, uh, of course, we have the trombone, we have music, and I am aware enough to know that if you tattoo a trombone on your skin, uh, that puts you in a very particular group of people that I am not. I'm just not that kind of person. It's cool if you are, fine. But I'm not that kind of person. I'm not that like, yo, trombones rock. I'm like, yeah, I play the trombone uh, and I love how it sounds and I want to get better at it. But it's kind of it's kind of a goofy looking and sounding instrument uh and it's it's just my voice and if if i could have my voice be uh guitar and uh singing i would be much cooler for it but this is what i've been given so uh i'm not about to tattoo a trombone on my skin uh, but what i decided on is is very practical it's very minimal and it's also a lot of fun uh i think So I'm going tomorrow to do that, and I'm really excited. And you are all the very first people to know. I don't think my family listens to this, (laughs) but I'm going to find out if they do (laughs) real soon because uh, they will, I'm sure, call me and say, what's this? Because I haven't told any of them. Uh, I told my cousin, but I didn't tell her what I'm getting. Uh, And I told some of my closest friends, uh, mostly because I was kind of looking around for somebody to go with me to get it. and then I, I settled in my mind to just go alone and have it be like this really immersive experience. Uh, but just tonight, uh, a friend of mine who lives in Brooklyn, friend from high school, he, uh, he said he doesn't have to work tomorrow. And so he might, he'll probably come with me, which will be nice, uh, to be honest, to have somebody there. So that's happening. It's all real. It's all crazy. And uh, here I am, Tuesday night, just kind of thinking about it. 
Monday, I this past Monday, I went to the YouTube space in New York and filmed uh, a new video. Ah, I'm trying to think. So for the YouTube space, it's this uh, awesome like movie studio, I would call it. It's got a whole bunch of different uh, rooms you can rent out and a ton of equipment, mostly uh, cameras and stuff, but and some lighting, a little bit of audio stuff, but I kind of I kind of just bring my own audio stuff and use their cameras because the cameras are really nice, you know, uh, industry standard cameras and uh, rent out the space whenever I'm collaborating with somebody and don't don't want them to come up to my place because uh, I live like like an hour outside of, of New York City, but the issue is it's it's on the train line, but like I'd have to drive from the train line. Uh, people have done it. People have taken the bus or the train up to me uh, and filmed in my house. It's just, it's a lot of work to get them up here and then it's like a whole day. Uh, sometimes it's really great if they're friends or we get along really, really well. But other times when it's really more of a professional thing, it's just the, the dynamic isn't as good. And uh, anyway, so sometimes I'll just go into the YouTube space and it's really great. And it's impressive even if I don't do anything just because the vast uh, amount of uh, everything they have there. It's kind of interesting. Uh, they don't let you take pictures because they, they want it to be this kind of mystery, which it is. But Anyway, Monday, I went down. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say his full name because I don't know how to pronounce it, and I'm not positive what it is, but it's Christian G. Uh, and he's a trumpet player from Germany, and he's very uh, good. I don't know what to say about him. He's, he's goofy like me, and he does a lot of the same kind of stuff that I do just with trumpet. And uh, so we were mutually aware of each other. Um, and as he was kind of getting bigger, because he was, he's, I don't know, younger. He's not that much younger than me, but he's uh, newer to the medium. And so I, uh, I I was aware of him, but I wasn't like trying to collaborate right off the bat. And as he started to get bigger on YouTube, um, I just kind of kept an eye on him. And then he said, hey, I'm coming to New York City uh, this whatever week, and uh, it'd be great if we could meet. He wasn't trying to play or anything. And I was like, I'll get the YouTube space, and we'll come up with something. So we went, and he was like, I'm going to bring my friend. He's a bass player. He's really good. And so I got, I just got a camera and brought some uh, audio equipment, and we got to this room. And so I met him for the first time, you know, 15 minutes before. And so I start setting stuff up. And uh, testing out the audio stuff, getting levels. And he's, he's like, is there anything uh, we can help with? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, uh, figure out what we're going to play. Because uh, I, was, I was out of town over the weekend. I didn't really come up with anything. And so they start kind of fooling around with, with some uh, kind of F minor like, I don't know, like funky thing. And, uh, and then they came up with a little lick. And we came up with some more and some more. And then finally I got everything set up. And we we figured out the whole tune and recorded it. And as it stands now, I have the trumpet and bass recorded and I have to put in everything else, which is kind of everything. Um, but I'm really excited to do that. Um, but I'm also kind of looking forward to the, the tattoo thing and can't really focus. So uh, that's where I am right now, thinking about both. Uh, also... Side note, they're all side notes. These are all just little stories. So uh, 
yeah, A, look forward to the tattoo thing. I'm going to try to keep it a secret until I hit 100,000 subscribers and cut my hair off and like make a new image version of myself um, with short hair and a tattoo. <laughs> uh, try to unveil all that at once, see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so that's one. Two is look out for this Christian collab. It's going to be really cool and fun. And that might be Saturday. It it might be after because I have to submit the video to make sure that there's no copyright infringement or anything, which there won't be. And then here's my third little story. There will probably be more. Um, many of you remember the Ableton Push, which is this awesome MIDI controller that I got uh, last year. And it hooks up with Ableton really like perfectly. It's made by the same guys, and it's just it's just really great. And so they came out with a new one, the Push Two, and they have this trade-in program where you get you know a really really great price if you give back the old one, and then they'll refurbish it and then give it to a school. And so it's a great program. And I I looked into the new one, and then I saw a side-by-side comparison. After I decided I didn't need it, it was kind of the same thing. And the side-by-side comparison, it was like, ah, crap, it's actually a lot better. The pads are just much easier and more responsive, and the buttons, uh, it's all just a little better, uh, a lot better, actually, uh, to feel. The functionality of it, it's got a, a digital readout of everything, which is nicer, but not super more functionality. It's really just the fact that uh, the buttons feel a lot better and are easier to use. So I decided to do it and I got it and plugged it into my computer and it crashed Ableton. And I was like, um, okay, so let's figure this out and started Googling it. And I had to like uninstall Ableton and reinstall it. And I did all this stuff. Like you'd have no idea. I did so much of this, like uninstall, reinstall, uh, delete the drivers, reinstall, and uh, nothing was working. It it took me forever. It took me a whole day of doing that, and then I called Ableton in the morning, and their office is in uh, Berlin, so uh, calling them, the hours are a little goofy. So I call them, and they log into my computer remotely, and they try it. They're like, all right, turn on the push, and then it crashes Ableton. They're like, that's weird, and I was like, great, so they have no idea what's going on. And so we tried a bunch of stuff and they're like, I don't know. Uh, and so that was the end of the conversation. And they emailed me back and forth for about three days. They're like, try this. Didn't work. Try this. Didn't work. Try this. Didn't work. Um, and then it was the weekend and I went home and I got back and they're like, would you mind doing a fresh install of Windows? And I'm like, well, No. I don't mind. I have all my stuff backed up on external hard drives. It's fine. Uh, It's kind of a pain in the butt, but it'll be worth it. It'll clean up my computer uh, of all the crap because you have to realize I have like, what, five or six HD videos for per video, you know, Uh, plus the finally rendered one. Uh, So that's every week. They add up. It's been a long time. So I just have all of these like videos taking up space. I'm never going to use them again, but it feels weird to delete them, you know? So I did. I deleted them all. I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll back up. I can download the video off of YouTube if I need it. And I have all the audio stuff saved. So 
It's just the videos that are taking up space unnecessarily. So I deleted them all and then uh, wiped out my computer, installed Ableton. And this is just today, really, finishing up installing all the stuff, uh, programs and things. And the push works. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but it's exciting. Uh, And so those are the things that are happening in my life. And one more thing, since it is finally March and getting warmer... Uh, <laughs> has nothing to do with what I'm about to tell you. My dad made me these awesome trombone racks for my wall. You'll see them in the next video uh, that I do here. I guess it'd have to be Saturday. Um, they're so cool. Uh, it's it's just this metal bar that comes out from the wall, and you can hang the trombone on it. And then there's a little piece. It's actually just the uh, door stop from you know any door, and that holds the slide in place. It's just so awesome to have them up there and safe and off the ground because I roll around. I've got this big bulky leather chair uh, that I took from my school. Don't tell anybody. Uh, it was broken. Just keep that to yourselves. And uh, and so I'll roll back sometimes and I get nervous that I'm going to roll into the trombones because I always keep them all out. There's four. You've got the alto, the bass, and then uh, a tenor with an F attachment, a big one, and a small bore tenor without. So they're just all like cluttering here, right here. I have such a small house. There's no other place for them. And so here they are up on the wall, just like a guitar would be up there. And it's out of the way, but also right there when I need it. I am loving them. Uh, so I just put them up yesterday. And here we are at the end of the episode. So uh, definitely go check out the merch. It's at classicaltrombone.com slash store. You can click on merch and it's there. Um, you'll really like it, I hope. Uh, I'm working on some new t-shirt designs that are all goofy and silly. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that too. Maybe bring in a little more revenue for me. Uh, I just said mew for me. And also get some cool stuff for y'all. Uh, I, I forget that people want to like rep me. It just seems weird. I'm a trombone player. I make YouTube videos. I'm not a celebrity. So somebody that would want just my name on a t-shirt, that creeps me out a little bit. So uh, I come up with funny things to put on them that aren't super nerdy like uh, the you know trombone tattoo idea. It's like, well, you'll see. Um funny little catchphrases and things uh, that are actually kind of good humor, I think. Maybe it's a little pushing the sexual innuendo boundaries, but if we can't make fun of ourselves, then what can we make fun of? I forget how that phrase ends. Uh, So... I hope you don't miss Jerome too much. I just saw him uh, Monday, which I guess was yesterday, after we recorded. Uh, We hung out a little bit and talked about maybe doing uh, a podcast, but then obviously it didn't happen, did it? Um, What else? Oh, uh, I signed up for a whole bunch of sponsors. We'll see how that goes. You've probably seen them on Instagram, and if you listen to other podcasts, uh, they do them there. There's Stamps.com and MailChimp and, oh, all this crap. There's, uh, what is it called? Nature Box. I don't know. 
They're all over this stuff. Uh, they're, I'm sure not going to sponsor this podcast anytime soon because there's not enough listeners, but um, they will sponsor my YouTube videos. So you may be seeing these goofy little ads at the end of my YouTube videos where I uh, plug some random product, audible.com, or I don't know. Uh, but it's really good for me because it will allow me to do all this stuff more reliably and happier and it will not be that intrusive to the viewing experience it'll be after the video people don't really make it to the end anyway a lot of the time uh and it'll just be a little ad i'm gonna try to get the end of my videos a little bit more concise they usually drag on for like a minute i'm gonna try to cut it down to like i don't know 20 seconds or something uh, so that's that's everything. You know it all. Without Jerome here going back and forth, we're not talking. It's just me telling you what's up. I'm going to do these a little more often uh, and give you like a full behind-the-scenes update of what's going on in my life. Uh, but I appreciate you all for listening in. Let me know uh, if you want me to talk about something. Uh, if you have a question, you can post it on the subreddit, knows. Uh, or on the comments in in SoundCloud or wherever else you can find. Um, And I will hopefully see it and get to it. I'll I'll probably do a whole freaking podcast on it. I'm not doing anything else. Uh, So yeah, thanks for listening. I don't remember how I end these. Hmm. Jerome always freaks out when I go, any last words he's just like oh god i don't know uh here's my last word i switched the page on my calendar because well you're not gonna believe it because it's march and uh it made me laugh so much because somebody complained about the last month that said uh oh hell yeah and somebody was like uh please the profanity uh it's too much. I would like to show these videos to my fifth graders, uh, but I can't. So if you could cut out that profanity, it'd be perfect. And I laughed and I laughed and I was like, first of all, uh, that page of the calendar is done. Second of all, some of these are even more uh, out there. So this one says, am I going to give it away? I'm not wearing my glasses. It says, I would hit that. And it's a picture of a moon. It's so beautiful. And I would. See, now that's a good last word.